We're here today with uh, Brendan Carroll of Pinecrest Lake in Monroe County. And I would ask Mr. Carroll if you could provide some background information on your property, please. Morning, Lynn. Thanks for uh, having me here today. Background information. We are currently uh, our owners of 1,450 acres in Northeast Pennsylvania in Tobyhanna Township, Monroe County. We are located approximately four miles from Route 380 and Interstate 80. So we can pretty much get anywhere in the country within a four minute drive. Our property was originally that we purchased in the early 1980s was a large Lutheran uh, resort community with many hotels and summer camps for kids and music camps with leased land for cottages for those folks that wanted to go. The, the project failed in the late 1960s. Uh, our family purchased the property again in the mid-1980s for a resort, second home community. In, in the, you know, we're right in the heart of the Poconos on the Pocono Plateau. We've been developing the property since about 1984. We currently have about 350 homes on the property with amenities in the 77-acre man-made lake, tennis courts, outdoor swimming pool, 18-hole golf course, clubhouse, fitness centers, hiking trail, and probably some of the most beautiful property uh, in, in the Poconos, pristine properties. We have some remaining uh, land left that was slated for development of 314 homes. We're currently looking for other alternatives for use for the land. So that's why we're here today. Okay, why do you want to use the land for new and beginning farmers? Again, we're looking for other opportunities to expand the use of the land, maybe a better use than some would say housing. Just always wanted to give back to the community and, and big supporters of education. And the, this became an alternative that we would consider for the use of the property. How's the land currently zoned or is there any zoning on the land? Yes, Toby Hanna Township has some pretty strict zoning. Our current land is zoned as PRD, which stands for Planned Residential Development, which has a, a greater flexibility in, in, in what we can do with the land as far as housing and types of housing and open space and amenity space. And, and in, even we have about 10% permitted for commercial use as well. Do you have parcels already set aside or would you have to rezone some of this? Currently, we have the, the remaining land for development is, is about 220 acres. We had it tentatively approved for uh, and phased in four phases to develop 314 additional homes. Currently, it just sits as, as one parcel and has not been subdivided until we decide what we're going to do. So if it has not been subdivided yet, I imagine I could purchase any size parcel that I was interested in? Yeah, I believe our zoning, we would have to get our zoning uh, reclassified if we were to pursue this. I believe we need a two-acre minimum parcel to be able to re redefine what, what has already been approved. Okay, what is the topography of the land? Our remaining land is rolling hills. It's thick forest mixed with some wetlands, rhododendron, hardwood trees, fir trees, white pine trees, a well-diverse, you know, undeveloped piece of land. Okay, and we did look this up. The primary soil structure within this property is a sandy loam, so it is a well-drained soil, and you can look up the property 
on the websoilsurvey.sc.usda.gov. It's an online soil survey that anyone can access, and you can drill down and pinpoint the various parts anywhere in the United States at this point in time. So that with that soil structure of a sandy loam, it looks to be a very well-drained soil. But is there any standing water or is that an issue in any of the, on any of the property? Yeah, the, the property is very well-drained and the rolling terrain of this parcel that we're discussing it drains very well, although there are wetland areas mixed in in the, in the parcel that do hold water at certain times of year, but we look at it as nature's filter. Okay. I know you, like you said, it is uh, zoned for residential at this point in time. Would you be open to allowing any type of livestock, say maybe some small flock poultry or small herds of sheep or goats or something to that effect? Yeah, I think the smaller groups of livestock we would certainly consider to be permitted. Is there any road frontage to any of these parcels or any of the main parcel currently? Yes, there are existing unimproved dirt roads that, that access the parcel within our private community, but the, the, all the large parcels do have access bordering both sides and actually down through the middle. So there's plenty of access. Is there access to water on the property? Yes, we're, we're fortunate enough to have plentiful water on the property. We do have four existing wells between 200 and 250 feet deep. They all produce over 250 gallons a minute at our speed. Is there a sewer system available for this parcel, for this main parcel of land? Yeah, the development does have its own central uh, sewer system on site, permitted uh, as a permitted capacity of 500,000 gallons. I think currently they're using about 150,000 gallons a day, but sewer is on the property and in close proximity to the parcel. Okay, and if houses are uh, relatively close, if this was subdivided into parcels, would there be electricity available? Yeah, there's a underground utility service. The majority of the community, this section still has above ground utilities, uh, electricity and telephone, but uh, it, it's all very close proximity and could easily be expanded to service the parcels. How about driveway? If, if this was subdivided, would, would there be a driveway to separate the properties? Yeah, I think each uh, off the, the existing roads, driveways could be uh, installed to access each individual parcel, yes. Uh, are there any existing structures on the parcels? The property remains uh, undeveloped and, and just forest at this time, no structures. So if I purchased a two-acre parcel off of this primary block of land, could I construct a house and maybe a small barn or high tunnel or something like that on the property? Yes, with the two-acre rezoning classification, a residential structure and an accessory building would be permitted under, under the current zoning. Do you have any idea what the cost might per acre might be for any of these parcels? Yeah, we're currently looking at the best option, but I would say somewhere between, I don't know, ten dollars and $12,000 an acre would, would be reasonable. Would you consider leasing any or all of these parcels? Yes, I think I think the, we would definitely be interested in, in leasing opportunities just to make uh, options better for not only our, our, our business, but for anybody interested in the parcels, yes. You mentioned that you have a golf course and it's uh, somewhat of a, I'm assuming there's a clubhouse with a restaurant there. 
if somebody leased one of these parcels or, or purchased one of these parcels and would consider producing vegetables or something to that effect, what about like a farm to table for the restaurant? Would that be a possible option for anybody that, that owns any of this or, or is using any of this land? Yes, absolutely. That our, our recreational community is largely built of second homeowners, but uh, as well as primary. But I see the shift in in requests in the restaurant to uh, to have more farm to table ingredients. People seem to be more uh, looking for higher quality produce and, and meats and, and eggs and poultry and, and whatever. So I, I would love the opportunity to partner with somebody. It would be a great source. Uh, I'd be proud that it came from the property and would be willing to work with anybody that would be interested in doing that. So you're located in Northeast Pennsylvania and close to Route 80. Uh, you are in very close proximity to markets in uh, New Jersey, New York City, um, West Route 80 goes across the entire way across the United States. So somebody that's that's uh, starting up in this area would have a definite proximity to some very, very good markets um, in this area and within a easily within a few hours drive. Absolutely. In, in our construction days, we marketed it as, as being 90 miles uh, from George Washington Bridge, as well as Philadelphia, probably about four hours from Washington, D.C. So we're, we're, we're probably within a four-hour drive of, I would say, the large portion of population of the United States on the East Coast. But yes, we, we do uh, partner with local local farm markets and, and try to bring uh, and purchase as much of our small produce from the local growers in the area, our corn and tomatoes and things that you know we can get that we want fresh, uh, and we'd love to expand that. So are there any deed restrictions on this property? I know you said there's zoning. But is there any specific deed restrictions currently on any of the property? Uh, we currently have some deed restrictions that, that currently blanket the property that I think could be modified with the change of use uh, that we would certainly assist and be helpful with uh, changing the things to, to, to meet the beginning former to help that along. Yes. Do you have any additional information you'd like to add and possibly your contact information? Yeah, certainly. Anybody with any questions, best way to reach me is old school telephone, uh, area code 570-646-2452. Be glad to speak with any about, anybody about anything regarding uh, the land and, and to partner with Penn State and, and any, any of their programs of forestry, architecture, environmental sciences, agriculture, or golf course. Uh, you know, we, we, we have a lot of options uh, to help and would enjoy to partner with anybody interested in farming as well as uh, Penn State University to help enhance uh, us as a, as, a, as a human race moving forward. Anything we could do to help be as one and, and work together to solve our current challenges. We'd be happy to do that. Just a one thought, final thought on, on my part. You did say that this is within a community and I'm assuming that something like a major agritourism operation may not be a very good option for somebody here due to the increase in traffic and increase in uh, people coming onto this area and existing homeowners may have some issues with something to that effect. This is the third episode of our uh, 
first season of these podcasts. And we would like to make these podcasts a little bit more interactive, if, if at all possible. So uh, if you have any questions specifically that uh, we can help you with as far as purchasing land or uh, getting in contact with Mr. Carroll, if you uh, didn't get his contact information, we have it. You can email questions to LFK, all lowercase letters, the number four at psu.edu. Again, that is LFK, the number four at psu.edu. We also have, if you are interested in any uh, more information on land access, we conducted a, uh, a series of webinars at, in uh, March and April of, of 2021. And these webinars can be uh, or cover land access and they are online within the Penn State Extension website. Uh, to find these uh, webinars, go to the psu.edu slash extension or extension.psu.edu. If you would like to access any of these webinars, go to extension.psu.edu. Uh, there's a black menu tab. Click on the menu tab. Uh, drop down to business and operations. And the next level of the website is starting a farm. And these uh, land access webinars can be found there. Uh, again, if you have any questions, we will, on our fourth episode of this series, we will try to answer any questions that we have, um, that you have sent in uh, for the first three episodes. And again, that uh, email address is LFK, the number four, at psu.edu. And I really want to thank uh, Brendan for taking the time to uh, join us on this podcast today. Uh, your time is greatly appreciated. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate your uh, willingness to speak with me.